We're going to turn to and, and read some verses of scripture in Matthew chapter 7, and I'll give you just a second to find them today, or you can watch on the screen if you'd like to do that, would be good too. God bless you, good to see all of you today. Uh, we're, we're excited about the camp season, it's, it's absolutely amazing, and I know a lot of you got to go down there and have gone down there over the years, and so... Uh, Everything was wonderful until we lost power about 5.30 on Friday night, and then it's like utter chaos. You know, it, it's hard to believe that the, the and I told, I was telling uh, some of these guys over here that were down there working in the kitchen, it's like uh, we just total, we lose our mind when we lose lights, you know, it's just like everyone's just like walking around like, what's going on, man, what's going on, you know, was a mass group of What's, we're staggering around the kitchen. There's like 20 people like this, you know. Anybody, those of you that you saw it, kids are walking, what's happening, you know. <laughs> but finally, about 10.30, the lights did come back on. And, and, but it was an amazing camp season. We, and we, we had a great service on Friday night in spite of no uh, power. They get some generators and stuff like that. But, but uh, great, great service and uh, great, great camps. And so uh, we're just uh, delighted for everyone that was able to go down there. You know, a few years ago, we had a lot of students that were going to camp. And uh, I, I think back over the years, students that we've had that have gone to camp. And I remember one year, I had this whole dorm full of Life Rock boys. And they were all like 10 years old. And, and you'd have these kids. And they'd have like, underneath their bed would be like a landfill or something like that. It was like all this rampers and stuff like that, and then all these guys, are they're starting fights with each other, you know, and they're going on, you know, not going to mention any names, but like, you know, Thatcher and Ethan, and, and <laughs> they were the good ones, okay, they were, <laughs> they were the model campers, you know, and then there, there's other kids, but I remember praying, and I said, God, I said, we want to, we want to begin to take a lot of workers to camp, and uh, God, and Brandon mentioned it a while ago that, uh, so many workers went from, from Life Rock and, and served down there, and, and it's, it's awesome. And I, I look at those kids that were there, and uh, we've had kids of all ages that were down there. And uh, the, the previous week, the last week was grades 9 through 12, and so we had some very small workers that wanted to come back to camp, and they wanted to be part of it. And I'm just thinking about as I'm looking at those kids that one of these days in 10 years or 20 years or 30 years, those little kids will be running the whole camp. And so uh, we want to, you know, we, we want to do our part while we can. We want to do our part and we want to be part of it. And, and God bless Brandon and Becca and they're doing a great job. And we have got, we have got the number one camp in our entire denomination. I believe that. Uh, we were talking to someone and they were talking about their camp and uh, they were from another state, and they said, at our camp, they said, we actually encourage the kids to keep their phones so they'll have something to do, you know. And at our camp, the kids have to, have to turn their phone in because there's enough stuff that's going on. And so we just thank God for our camps, Brandon, Becca, and, and all of you that went and served and helped and worked. And, and we're looking forward to doing it again next year. And if you weren't part of it this year, come and help to be part of it next year. Or if your students didn't get to go uh, next year uh, or this year, hopefully they'll be able to go next year. You know, I, I just know, as Brandon was speaking a few moments ago, when we get in our new building, we're literally going to explode our church with kids and youth ministries. 
the church of Jesus Christ is a multi-generational church, okay? And we have got to be equipping the next generation. And what God was speaking into my spirit was all those staff members that we've got that were there, that were helping, that were serving, that God is going to use those people to come together to explode youth and, youth and kids ministries in our new building when we get in there. And I, I know that right now, We've been doing a lot of foundational teaching. And in fact, I want to talk about foundations again a little bit today and uh, just equipping the saints because that's what God tells us to do. And we're getting ready for a great, I believe, explosion in our church uh, in just a very short period of time. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 says this. It says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. This is Jesus talking. He said, like a person who builds a house on solid rock, and though the rains come in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish like a person who builds a house on sand. And when the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. I want to talk to you today once again about this idea of pursuing God and also, I want to speak a little bit more about foundations and how important it is for us to have the right, the right kind of foundation. In, in, in Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 7, Jesus had his sermon on the mount. He got all the people together. The people began to follow him. The Bible says that he climbed to an elevated place. He climbed up on the mountain, and he began to speak to the people. And he talked to the, he talked to the people about uh, so many great foundational truths. He talked to them about how to be blessed. He talked to them about evangelism. He talked to them about uh, putting God first and loving God and loving other people and loving your enemies. He talked to them in that particular passage and message. He talked to the people about prayer and fasting. He talked to them about life, about marriage, about divorce, about so many things, about giving, about, about uh, uh authentic Christianity, if you will, and how to put other people first and treat other people, first of all, putting God first and then putting, putting other people, treating other people like you want to be treated, and so many foundational truths. And Jesus said this in these verses, that anyone that would build upon these things and these things are building upon solid rock. And really today, I want to talk to you about three very simple things, and it's not going to take very long. And the first thing that I want to, want to tell you is this, don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation. You got to get that. Don't let the devil will try to come to you and sell you an inferior foundation. Brandon and I went and met about a year ago with a church, and they were getting ready to build a brand new building. And so they're talking to us about the foundation they're, they're going to build. And they told us, they said, well, our, our contractor told us that we're gonna, we, we can do this and we can save money. If we don't put this steel in our foundation, we're going to put this other stuff in there. It's like fiber rather than the steel, okay? And Jason Selmar's sitting there, and he's laughing right now about it. But, uh, and we go, okay, you're really going to do this? You know, you're really going to, you're going to, going to really take a chance for your foundation? Yeah, it's going to save us a lot of money, and we're going to do this, okay? And so they did it, and the result was a crumbling foundation, okay? They still built on the, they still built on it because they had to. They had so much money stuck into it, but it was, it was literally crumbling, is literally cracking everywhere. Don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation, no matter how great his pitch might be. And so many times the pitch is 
peer pressure. The pitch is being afraid of what other people's going to say about you. The pitch is count, uh, cancel culture, where, where people try to get us to just shut up and, and, and not speak the word of God. But don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation. Jesus told the parable of two men. One man built upon the sand and the other man built upon solid rock. The sand is the ideas and the opinions of man. But Jesus Christ is the rock. He is our Savior. He is the living Word of God. He's the Messiah. He's our Redeemer. He's our soon-coming King. Don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation. There's a lot of people, and they're building on the sand today. They're building on popular culture. They're, they're, believing, they're building on the suggestions and ideas of, of uh, contemporary culture. They're building on uh, an inferior foundation. Maybe it's possessions or maybe it's money, or maybe it's education is wonderful, but it's not the only foundation that we need to build. It, it is not the, the sure foundation that we need to build them on. It's, maybe it's philanthropy. Maybe it's good works. We say, if, if I can just do a good, enough good works, if I could build enough houses for homeless people, if I, could, if I could drive up and hand enough dollar bills out, that's a foundation that I want to build on. That in itself might be good, but it is an inferior foundation. These things will pass away. These things are sinking sand. But don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation. You can build upon the foundation of political correctness. Okay, and there's a lot of people that's building on that today. It's it's politically correct, but you got to remember this: political correctness is just another philosophy of man. Today, abortion is politically correct. All right, I don't want to offend you. Gay marriage is politically correct. Climate change is politically correct. Don't let the devil sell you an inferior. Uh, uh, foundation. The devil will try to get you distracted by an inferior foundation. And they say, no, you don't need that. That's just, that's old-fashioned. Porn on demand in public libraries is politically correct. Providing free condoms to students as young as 10 years old is politically correct in America today. It's an inferior foundation. Don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation today. He'll try to bring it to you. The most, you got to get this today. You got you to understand this. The, at one time or another, all right, you say, well, Pastor Robin, I, I don't know if I'm following you. I don't even know if I believe what, what you're saying. The most, this idea of political correctness, okay? At one time, it was politically correct to consider a woman as, as property. Did you know that? That was, that was PC at one time. It was PC at one time to own slaves. You say, how did it come about? It was PC. Okay, it's politically correct. At one time, it was in Nazi Germany. It was politically correct to exterminate Germans. Okay, and right now, it is becoming politically correct to condemn Christians and to try to shut up any truth of God's word. Don't let the devil sell you an inferior uh, foundation today. The ideas and the opinions of man are always evolving. They are always changing. We have to be very, very careful today because so many times the political correctness, it is based upon financial gain. It is based upon pleasing the, the, the masses. 
It is merely a changing idea of man, but it is sinking sand today. Man is weak, all right? We are, we are weak today. And fads and fashions often change. Don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation, okay? When we started to build our building, okay, and I was talking to someone from the city not long ago, and they, look, they were looking up our building for a minute and said, man, you guys have been building for a long time. Yeah, if you guys would just get out of the way and let us, we'd, get, we'd finish it, you know? <laughs> and uh, so anyway, when we started pursuing building this building, we went to an architect, and he began to design our foundation. And, and one of the things that they designed uh, in our foundation was in 10 different spots deep in the ground, okay? This is underneath the footing, okay? There's a footing in our building. But deep in the ground, even underneath that footing... There are these spread footings, and they're six foot, they're six foot by six foot, okay? And they're one or they're they're a couple foot deep of solid concrete with steel in these ten different locations. And that location would eventually be where one of the steel columns of our church would stand, okay? And so that was deep in the ground. And then around that there was a there was a, a footing that was built around that, all right? And then there was at least $10,000 worth of steel that went in our slab, okay? Don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation. A lot of times we say, we want to get through as quick as possible. We're trying, to, we're trying to save money. I'm trying to save friends. And so I'm trying to build on a foundation that's going to please everyone. Your foundation is not going to please everyone, okay? I'm going to talk to you about that a little bit later. Your foundation is not going to, but you see, we've got to live with the foundation. And so people today are building their lives on all kinds of unstable ground. What are you building your life upon today? What are you building your peace of mind on? What are you building your hope on? What are you building your family on? What are you building your marriage on today? Jesus said there was a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And don't let the devil bring peer pressure to you or this idea of what the culture says on you or manipulation upon you, what are you building on today? Don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation. Building on sand might be easy. It might be fast. You can go out there and you can dig in a matter of no time. It doesn't take a lot of uh, intensive specialized equipment. You might be able to dig the footing in a few hours, okay, on sand. But don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation today. Some people say this. I've heard this for, for my entire life. It doesn't matter what you believe in just as you believe in something. How many of you ever heard that? Maybe you've even said it before, okay? It doesn't matter what you believe in just as long as you believe in something, okay? That is the biggest lie of all. That is sinking sand. It doesn't matter what I believe in just as long as I believe in something, okay? Just as long as I believe in something hard enough and long enough and intense enough, that is sinking sand. Jesus taught us in his word what we need to build. And Jesus said two men were building. One man built on the sand. He built easily. He built quickly. He built with no opposition. The other man built on the rock, and it was a painstaking process. Don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation. The second thing I want to talk to you about is this. Your life is only as good as your foundation. Your life. 
only as good as your foundation. Your marriage, only as good as its foundation. Your parenting, only as good as its foundation. Our, the, the, the church, now we're, we are the church, okay? As individuals, we're, we are the church. We come together as a, as, a, as a body of believer, as a church. Our church will only be as, as strong as its foundation, okay? And if we build on, on the ideas of man if we build on, you know, common opinion and, 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 and common concession, our church will only be as strong as what we build upon. And so today, the question is before us today that our foundation will only be, our life will only be as good as our foundation. Building on the rock is not easy. It is a slow process. It is a costly process. You have to drill down into the rock to secure the foundation. But this man decided that the sand was not good enough. He had to anchor down into the rock. You will face resistance building on the rock today. You will face opposition building upon Jesus Christ. Someone said, you tell someone, I'm a Christian. Well, I don't necessarily believe in that. I don't necessarily buy that. I think there's a lot of different ways. I think, what are you building on today? We've got to choose our foundation this morning, we've got to choose. Our life will only be as good as our foundation. And so we, we, we face a lot of resistance when we build upon Jesus Christ, but that's okay because we know that he is the solid rock today. There will be a lot of resistance from the culture. There might even be resistance from our family today or resistance from our friends. And Jesus said this in Luke chapter 12, verses 52 and 53. He said this, from now on, listen to this. From now on, families will be split apart, three in favor of me, two against, or two in favor and three against. Father will be divided against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, and mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. But the, Jesus said this, the wise men built upon the rock. We're not building because we get an opinion about what people say. We're not building because we're not we're not building on the rock because people like it. We're building on the rock because we know that it is a sure foundation. It is an excellent, it is the only foundation, the things of God, the word of God today. It is the only sure and stable foundation today. And so we built upon the rock. The foolish man might have built his house on this, and that was okay. Okay? Listen, I'm 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 not gonna be able to. I'm not in the business of trying to force people how to live, even as a pastor. I'm not trying to, for, I'm not trying to force you how to live, okay? I'm not here to say, well, you got to do this and you got to do it. No, listen, you make your own decision. You make your own choice today. But God, in his word, he gives us ultimate wisdom. He shows us what we need to build upon today. The wise man... The, the foolish man might have built his house in a matter of days, but the wise man took a lifetime to build his house. Your life will only be as good as your foundation. You see, on Christ the solid rock I stand, and all other ground is sinking sand. Jesus Christ is not subject to silly, flippant, Opinion change, okay? I like something Randy said in his message the other night. I think it was the first, I think it was Tuesday night. 
He said, in spite of what the culture says, the word of God will be constant. You know, if, if the Lord didn't tarry for the next 2,000 years, the word of God would be constant. The word of God would be stable. The word of God would be sure, you know. Um, you know, I, I, the word of God is, is a sure foundation to build upon today. And so we, we've, we've got to choose and know this, that our life will only be as good as the foundation which we build on. The word of God is not subject to legislative interpretation. The word of God is not subject to legal interpretation, but Jesus Christ is eternal. He is unchanging. He's solid. He's sure. He is true. He is accurate. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 and 9 says this, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So do not be attracted by strange new ideas. Your strength comes from God's grace, not from rules about food which don't help those who follow them. This morning, Satan is a thief. The devil is an enemy. He wants to make you doubt the truth. He wants to bring all kinds of strange ideas into to the truth. He wants to give you a little bit of the truth. And that's what the devil does. He takes a little bit of the truth. He'll give you a half of a Bible verse. And he'll say, well, that's what, this, that's what the Bible verse says. That's what the scripture says. But rather, it's the entire. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We, we take the entire word. We build upon the entire word of God. And so I encourage you to read the Bible on a daily basis, to become a student of the word of God, to cross-reference scripture, to hide the word of God in your heart because Jesus said in this parable that the storms of life will come. And I talked to you about last week that life just shakes things up. And the storms of life eventually come to all of us. Some days the rain comes. Some days the sunshine comes out. Sometimes it starts raining. We feel like it's never going to stop, you know. Debbie and I come home one day, and when we were talking, we said, man, we were so happy. We had all this rain, and our basement didn't flood, and it's just like, hallelujah, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. We didn't have to back, we didn't have to wet vac, shop vac any water up, and we walked in our house about a month ago, right before camp started, and we heard all this water running. It's like, what's going on? What's happening? And a water, a water hose had busted in our house. And there was water everywhere standing. We went down the, in the basement. There's water leaking. It's raining in my basement. There's water everywhere. We had the biggest mess you ever seen in your life, you know. And sometimes we had that in our life. <laughs> sometimes the rains come. The floods come. The problems come. The difficulties come, you know. Jason and Julie's had some problems in their in their actual physical house, but because their life was built upon the solid rock, their faith was strong. They said, God's going to get us through this. The Lord's going to be with us. You know, they did not lose it. That's the way life, life is. Floods come, rains come, problems come, struggles come. The question, uh, the, the, the truth is this, our life is, is as strong as what we have built upon. And so what are you building your life upon today? You've got to ask yourself that question. You see, the rains and the storms 
test our faith. The rains and the storms test the strength of our house. They test the strength of our life today. And a house built on sand is soon swept away in an instant. But the house built upon the rock, it stood and it will stand the winds and the rain and the storms of life. What are you building upon? 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11, for no one can lay any other foundation than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. Build upon Jesus Christ. He is an infinite, eternal, secure foundation to build upon, not like the fads that pass, not like the political correction that passes and it, it, the interpretations continue to change. I, I believe that someday... We often, often ask ourselves the question. I, people, people talk about this all the time. And they use it as an attack against the church. Well, why didn't the church do anything to stop slavery? I think the church probably did do a lot and, and was instrumental in, in speaking up. Why didn't the church do anything to stop it? And that's what the devil, the devil posed, posed that question. I believe there's going to be a time where people are going to rise up and they're going to ask the question, why didn't the church do anything to stop the deaths of 60 million unborn babies. I'll let you think about that, okay? What are we doing to support the truth, okay? What are we doing to help other people? What are we doing to bless? What are we be doing to be part of the solution today? What are we doing? What are we building on? The philosophies of man are passing, and they're changing, they're evolving. Your life will only be as good as your foundation. 2 Timothy chapter, chapter 3, verse 16. All scriptures inspired by God, and it is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our life. You got that? It will show you what is wrong in your life. You might not like it, but God will show you what needs to be changed in your life. He'll show you what needs to be fixed in your life. It corrects us when, it's, when we're wrong. It teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Every good work. Every good work. The last thing I want to talk to you about is this. Point number three. Every person gets to choose their own foundation. You don't have to choose your brother-in-law's foundation. You don't have to choose your best friend's foundation. You choose your own foundation and make sure that it is secure. You build upon the foundation that you know is right. Now, can we help other people? Can we bless other people? Can we encourage other people? Yes, but if you can't get them to go along with the direction that you're and the wisdom you're trying to impart to them, don't lose it. Okay, just keep on loving them, keep praying for them, keep encouraging them. I've had a lot of people walk in my office before. When I was at Solid Rock, we had like four pastors or something, you know. And so sometimes I'd be, I'm sitting in the office and someone comes in here and they want a counseling, you know. So I sit there and I talk to them and I help, and I, like I said, I don't tell people what to do. I just, I help them weigh their options. And I show them what the Word of God says. And someone would walk in my office and they'd say, well, I'm, I'm having a problem, Pastor, can you talk to me? So I would sit there and I would talk to him and I would show him exactly what the word of God says. God is my witness. This has actually happened before. And I've had people get up and say, I really appreciate that, Pastor. I really appreciate that today. I really appreciate that. I'm probably off camera. Really appreciate that. 
is there anyone else I could talk to? I'll try to schedule you with Pastor John if I can a little bit later today. <laughs> you see, every person gets to choose their own foundation. The Word of God is not an invention of man, but the Word of God is God's revelation to man. Man didn't invent it. If man would have invented, if man would have invented it, he would have took all the controversies out of it. If man would have written, you say, how can you prove the Bible is written by God? It's because if, if man would have, would have written it, he would have took out all the failures. If man would have written it, the greatest hero in the whole Bible, in my estimation, is David. He's, he's the greatest hero in the whole Bible. Well, either him or Joseph, you know, Joseph in the book of Genesis. But I, David's a great champion, greatest, greatest king of Israel. You know, and if man would have written the Bible, he would have took out David's affair. And he would, man would have taken out the part where he had the lady's husband murdered, you know. And he would have taken out the part where his, kid, his own family and his kid, his son tried to kill him, you know. It would have took out all that. But the Bible is the word of God. It's the revelation of God to man. And so God puts it all in, Okay. Because God shows us this, that people aren't perfect. And, and even good people make mistakes sometimes. And even, even good people do some of the most horrible things that you can imagine. The word of God is not a fable. Second Peter, I'm, I'm getting ready to close. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 20 and 21. Above all, you must realize that no prophecy in Scripture ever came from the prophet's own understanding or from human initiative. No, those prophets, listen to this, were moved by the Holy Spirit, and they spoke from God. The word of God is not a fable. The word of God tells us all of the details. God tells the good, the bad, and the ugly today. The word of God. Every person gets to choose their foundation, so I encourage you today to choose God's word. You see, don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation. You, it might sound like a good deal. It might sound like the way to go right now, but don't let the devil sell you an inferior foundation because you've got to know this. Your life will only be as good as your foundation. Your marriage will only be as good as its foundation. Your parenting will only be as good as its foundation. Our church will only be as good as its foundation. So we've got to choose the right kind of foundation, and that's the thing. Every one of us get to choose our own foundation. You might be here today. I'm not going to force you how to live. I'm not going to force you and tell you how you got to live. That's up to you. You can fake me out, and that's okay. I'm still going to love you, okay? That's all right. That's between you and God. Every one of us will stand before God. But if we want to have order in our life, there's going to be things that we read in the Word of God. Oh, God, I don't like that. You know, God, I just... I just really love the part about all the good things and all the blessings and all the gifts and all the peace. And I, I love all those kind of things. But God, there's other stuff in there I just don't like. You know, he didn't give it to you so you like it. He gave us, God gave us rules to live by. He gave us parameters to live by. I'm, I'm so glad. I don't drive in foreign countries, 
okay? I did drive into Mexico. Once I was down in Tijuana, you know, and I, I got in my car, and I was just a stupid kid, and I drove into Tijuana one time, you know. Biggest mistake I ever made in my life. You know? <laughs> but they just don't have the rules we got here. You know, they don't have the laws we got here. And plus, I find out my, my automobile is no, no good if I'm driving over there, okay? Because the, the rules just aren't, they, they're kinda, it's kind of arbitrary. Whatever you want to, it's kind of subjective, subjective to personal opinion. But I like it. You know, I can drive in my, my automobile down I-70, 70 miles an hour, you know, and uh, because there's, there's guidelines, there's lines marked on the road. I got my lane. I got my, I've got my place I need to be. There, there are rules that are set up, and because of that, I feel safe. The, the, the word of God, God is not the great cosmic party pooper, but God has given us his word to live by, to guide us in our life today. So don't build upon an inferior foundation. Don't let the devil, no matter how good it sounds, don't let him sell you an inferior foundation today because your life will only be as good as your foundation. And every one of us, every single one of us, we choose our own foundation. We choose. So choose wisely. Choose wisely in God. Let's, let's pray today. Dear God, we just thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, God, for this parable of two men, one built upon the sand, the other one built upon the rock. And the sand might have been easy to build upon. No problems, no difficulty, no digging down. The other individual built upon solid rock, and it was a difficult, painstaking process. It took time. It took determination, but he built and when the rains came and the, and the floods came, that house stood. God, let us be like that wise man to build upon you, to build, God, upon your word, to dig in, dear God, to you, to be secure, because we know that life just stirs things up. Life shakes things up. And God, we want to be built upon the solid rock, Jesus Christ, and help us. Right now, there's someone going through a struggle. There's, going, there's someone going through great difficulty. And I pray today, God, that they'll turn to you, begin to build upon you. There's someone else today, God, and they're going through a great time of blessing in their life. I pray that they have built upon you, that no matter what's happening, God, that we build upon that sure foundation, Christ Jesus. Bless today. Help people today. Help families. Help marriages. Help single parents this morning. Help those... God, that are single adults, bless them. Help them. Help our children. Some of us have got children we've been praying for, or maybe a spouse we've been praying for to find you as our personal Savior. Help us, God, to be the light of Jesus. Not heaping condemnation upon them, but just loving them. Showing compassion, care for them. And God, I pray that they'll see Jesus in us. They'll recognize that we have a sure foundation that we have built upon and that will be a testimony and that will cause other people to rise up and accept Christ as their Savior. But bless us and help us, I pray, in our life as we pursue you every single day. And God, as, as we, we're, we're, we're in this thing, this faith thing, God, our foundation is very important. Our life, our walk, will only be as strong as our foundation. Let us build upon you. And thank you for these things in Christ's name.
Gabriel.